This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 857 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today, Glenn the Geek poses a listener question about working young horses to dressage radio show co-hosts Reese Kofler-Stanfield and Philip Parks. And we'll get right to our tip after this from Kentucky Performance Products. Hi, Glenn the Geek here from the Horse Radio Network, and I'm here with Karen from Kentucky Performance Products. We're going to talk about omega fatty acids and equine nutrition. Called Contribute. That is a fish, it's a combination of fish oil and flax oil. And it provides a complete complement of omega 3s. It has an 8 to 1 ratio of omega 3s to omega 6s, and it contains the plant and marine sources of omega 3s. Now, there's been in the past, there's been some palatability issues with fish oil. I don't know if you've ever smelled some of the fish oils that are. Lots of horses will run to the back of their stall and just stand there going, oh, my God, Mom, what did you put in my feed? (laughs) Some of the human pills are like that, too. (laughs) Yeah, you can really take it. We do a lot of research with our product, and we got a fish oil that um, uh, just on its own smelled pretty good, and then we've added some flavor, some cherry flavor to it that has made it very palatable. So we have very few horses turning it down. And like anything, you have to introduce it slowly and should introduce it slowly anyway to the horse. But we have very few horses that will turn it down. Well, that's uh, that, that's terrific. It's good to learn. I never knew about the ratio between the threes and the sixes. And, of course, you can find out more information on Kentucky Performance Products' new website. It has a terrific, a terrific article on this, and we'll link to that in our show notes as well as on our Facebook page. And Or you could just go to kppusa.com to find out more about omega fatty acids and the Contribute product. Just look under Products. an email that I thought maybe you guys could uh, tackle here, seeing we're talking about young horses, fits right in. It says, uh, hi, Reese and Philip. I'm enjoying listening to the episodes of the Dressage Radio Network. I'm interested in hearing about the upcoming Young Horse Symposium to be held in September in Massachusetts. I want to know more about the correct fundamental system for starting young horses. I would like to hear specifics about how often to work a three-year-old under saddle and how long sessions should be. My three-year-old is going well under saddle, but I need to know where to go from here. Would it be a good idea to let her have time off this winter? I would like to start showing her next year. I have many questions, and probably your listeners will also from Sarah. Uh, you know, this Sarah might be a good one to get on the show here at some point um, and, uh, you know, and let her ask the questions of you guys in person. But doesn't it depend, what little I know, doesn't it depend on the horse really at three years old? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> this is why the questions about young horses is there, there's almost no, I mean, there's some guidelines that we go by, but there's almost no wrong answer sort of thing, you know, because every single horse, I mean, we know this, that every single horse is an individual. And for sure, when you start them, 
they're just their own horse a little bit and you got to work you know be able to assess each one and okay you know, but stop there let me out. let me jump in for sarah okay you know because yeah. i i know virtually nothing so i'm gonna I, sarah knows <laughs> a lot more than i do but that's why we love having you here glenn you yeah, yeah because i know nothing so but so if i was sarah i'd come back and say okay but how do i know if it depends on the individual horse which it does how do I know that I'm not pushing my horse too hard? How do I know that? Right. Well, I think your horse tells you. I mean, I think, like, where, where Philip was going with this is, you know, this is, we go to a conference every year to talk about three-year-olds and young horses. And, uh, you know, even trainers sometimes have to step back and say, okay, well, how do I know? And, and I can tell you a little bit. I, I, I This year and this summer, I've been working with my two three-year-olds. I just sold my one three-year-old. But um, she was wonderful. She And we had had her since she, uh, she was born here. So I've had her her whole life. And she's been in some sort of some sort of training and that's in quotation marks I mean training for a young horse maybe that they come up and they um you know get get groomed and bathed and walking around the ring you take them for a power walk yeah right yeah. power walk in the <laughs> ring with other horses yeah. or you walk them over poles or you know so there's lots of stuff you can do before they turn three but so she was ready you know we took her June 1st she went to the trainers and she was ready I mean she, we backed her as a two-year-old actually last winter um and she was great she was ready uh it was no problem we did 10 rides on her really just sit on her so she knew sort of what that was all about um and in June she went to the trainer and and at the end of uh, end of July she walked tried it in Canard she did a little jump uh she was ready to sort of go to horse shows um and and she did get sold uh to a wonderful young lady uh who will will you know have her this winter and and I'm hoping she'll get a little bit of time off if 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 I had kept her she would have gotten a little bit of time off this fall uh slash winter when it was really cold and yucky I probably would have turned her out for a month or two uh, just cuz she was great she was so far ahead and then I I have my young man who is three and I bought him, uh, he's a Riviano, uh, Cole. He was, he was actually a, a stallion and now he's a gelding. So, um, when we gelded him, the vet's like, he has to exercise, uh, because of the surgery. So we did a bunch of lunging with him cause we had to, he had to, I wasn't ready to break him the day after the surgery myself. So, uh, did a lot of lunging with him, did a lot of groundwork. Uh, and then it became very apparent he needed a job. He was kind of bored with lunging. He was kind of bored with in-hand work. I had had the mounted police. They, I have the mounted police come and work with all my young ones. Um, so they walk over tarps and, you know, they have ropes on them. And, you know, they do all kinds of desensitization work with them. But it was becoming apparent he wanted a real job. So he just went last week to really get started. So those are two very different individuals. Uh, one was ready probably early spring to go and get started. Uh, while, and that was the Philly. And I'm not saying boys, anything between the boys or the girls. But <laughs> my young man was far less mature and still is less mature than, than the three-year-old Philly. Yeah, I um, think that's... Yeah, I think that's pretty common. I think the you yeah. know the fillies grow up a little earlier, and and uh, and the geldings or the stallions take a little bit longer. I think that's pretty normal. So, yeah, I mean, I was talking a little bit about guidelines. I think you know um, consistency is so important when you're starting a young horse. So, you know, I think five six days a week, no problem, right? But keep the sessions a little bit short because their attention span. I mean, they're like. You know, they're like kids a little bit. Their attention span's a little bit short. They, you know, they can't go forever. So um, if you have a three-year-old going under saddle, um, you know, I think somewhere between 20 and 40 minutes would be kind of a long ride or a long session with a, with a young horse. Five to six days a week is great. 
And then um, for us up north, I think kind of they have January, February off for sure. Sometimes December and March as well. It depends. Like if I'm going into November, I'm thinking this horse is going great. I'm loving what's happening. You know, everything is great. Then boom, December outside just... And it's a little bit safety thing too because, you know, we ride in the indoor and a lot of snow can, and ice and these conditions can be very scary for a young horse. So, you know, I try and give them off a little bit those times. It's also very cold. And so then the consistency can be, become a problem. We don't work horses, you know, when it's super, super cold or, you know, if we're having a blizzard outside, you know, there's not, you know, there's not a, a lot of point to trying to ride in the arena when there's so many distractions. So then, you know, I can't be as consistent as I want to be. So they might as well, you know, be out and just be horses or be turned out and, and, uh, you know, spend the winter a little bit that and then bring them back in, in, uh, in their four-year-old year, you know, in March or April, you know, as the weather starts to turn back again, you know, the horses, even the older horses are a little nervous, a little bit, you know, it's hard to work them in the winter. So, yeah, I think, you know, the weather can be a little bit dependent on that, you know, where you, where you live in the States or in Canada, um, can, can give you some guidelines about the training as well. So, um, you know, hopefully we're answering some of the questions for Sarah. Anything else you want to add to that there, please? Sorry. Well, no, I think, no, I think you did a good job. I mean, I, again, you know, you really have to listen to your young horse and, and really decide, you know, I've had some that four days a week is good for them. Or I have yeah. some that they need to work every day, you know, cause they can't really remember if they have time off, you know, what's going on. So I think they tell you and, and you have to listen and be aware of what your horse is and know your horse. And the other thing we didn't mention is the vet work. You need to make sure that there's, you know, that, that all their, their bones and everything are okay. And, and, you know, they've been checked out by the veterinarian I think is important are their knees closed and that type of thing um you know depending and and how are they growing and you know so you've got all those options too so it is tough and in like I said Philip and I we get together with a group of trainers every year and we talk just about this very thing because it yeah I think it's so important for them to get a great basis for their training I mean that takes them through their entire life right and their entire uh, competition career and to give them a really great start is so important and that's why we spend a lot of time talking to people about it and and talking to trainers about it because it's not it's not something you just want to glaze over so if you're having problems with the young horse don't wait months to try and fix it or no. try to get an expert in just you know talk to your vet right away talk to your trainer right away you know and and I think the last point I just thought about when Reese was talking is um, be careful. I think I see this a lot. A lot of over lunging on a small circle with young horses. Yeah, and I think that's yeah, detrimental yeah, to point. their to their health, to their joints, to their tendons and stuff. So, um, if you know, I could tell any you know, give any advice to somebody. Try not to do a ton of lunging and make sure the circles stay as big as the space that you that you can, because uh, you know, chasing around on a tight circle is really really bad, and I've seen it a lot. So, yeah, that's, that's a I mean, really that's, good point. Yeah, that's my that's my two cents about that, and yeah, and um, you know we love the questions, we love the emails. So and maybe we didn't cover something that you'd like to ask uh, a little more about, Sarah. Send us another email. We're great. You know, we'd love yeah, to we answer love them emails. and to talk about it. And uh, you know, maybe we get a young you know a special a young horse specialist on about uh, a specific problem. We'd love to do that for you. So. If you enjoyed Reese and Philip chatting about all things dressage, you can tune in every week at dressageradio.com.
You can also find lots more tips about topics ranging from barn care to websites for horse people at horsetipdaily.com. Just look for the topics drop-down menu on the left. And you can have all of the Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go with our new free app for iPhone and Android. Just go to your app store and search for Horse Radio Network. And don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they do make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products. You can ask for Kentucky Performance Products at your local tech and feed supplier, or you can visit them online at kppusa.com. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (music) 